I just moved my chair around and Lindsay asked me if I farted. I did not. It was my chair. Hi, everybody. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. When we're not talking about ghosts and stuff, just kidding, we are talking about ghosts and stuff. (laughs) We talk about things like cryptozoology. Why chairs always make farting sounds. Paranormal stories. You know, they could maybe like make another sound that does not sound like a human fart. Glitch in the Matrix. Glitch in your your Matrix, excuse me. Anything spooky related. That's true. Every episode, Lindsay and I will research... Well, this is usually before each episode. We'll research a smattering of topics separately of one another. Lindsay really likes going to the local gas station while and does her research there. I like going to the local fire station and doing my research there. And then we reconvene inside of our home and discuss what we've researched with each and every one of you and each other. And this episode, I'm going to dedicate my portion of the show to... Oh, I we have to dedicate it to um, Morgan Raquet, Eli, who does music sister, because Morgan won our contest on Instagram. Ah, yeah. She guessed what I was making, kind of. Yes. And you know who else did was Brittany, our friend of the show, who has the Nicolas Cage podcast we were on. Yeah. Because Brittany also guessed something that was walrus-like. Oh, okay. So they both win. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, congratulations, you two. Lindsay made a walrus hat. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, it's adorable, and it's on our Instagram. You can find it there, spooky underscore spouses. You made a walrus hat. I did. I was uh, commissioned to make a walrus hat. It now has a really loving home. Okay, and you know what? I was going to say tell everyone, but I think that's better, because now people have no idea where that walrus hat is and why you made it. <laughs> well, th- actually, the walrus hat almost became creepy. Because mm-hmm. I originally made the face kind of hyper-realistic out of clay. Yeah. And then it looked too much like that movie Tusk with, um, what's his name? Willem Dafoe. No. <laughs> Daniel Dafoe. Uh, Justin Long. Justin Long. That weird Tusk movie where he turns into a walrus. That was a weird movie. It was super weird. I didn't hate it, though. It was just weird. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, in my defense, that seems like a movie Willem Dafoe could have been in. Maybe. Yeah. Was he in that movie? I doubt it. He was probably too busy hanging out with Wes Anderson. Yeah. Well, Justin Long was in it. Yeah. That's cool. He became the walrus. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Justin Longrus. And he's terrifying looking. Yeah. it's You know, it's really, it's not a good look. No. Who are you going to dedicate your portion of the show to? Well, we already dedicated it to two people. Oh, yeah. The whole show is for them. Yeah. So, <sighs> and just walruses around the world. Well, what are some things we know about Brittany and Morgan combined? They love walruses. They love walruses. They're both lactose intolerant. They are? Sure. For today, they are. Okay. They, um, I see where we're going. We're just making things up. No, this is factual (laughs) stuff. They both, um, Um, are are Aquariuses. Aquariuses. Yes. Probably. Probably. Yep. Yeah. That was cool. Because you, you and I are both basically going to say the same one. Yeah. We're kind of psychics. They both love ham. Let's do yeah. one more from you. Um, They both really love to read books backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats. Why start from the beginning when you can start from the end and go mm-hmm. into the beginning? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like a silly way. I'm like, sorry, I don't read. I'm not like other boys. I read books silly. Yeah. That's what I, I usually set up shop. When I was younger, I'd set up shop at our local, just our local coffee shop. Yeah. And I'd read books starting from the back. And when people walked by, if they didn't notice what I was doing, I'd go, sorry, I'm just not like other boys. And I'd keep reading the book backwards. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except that you don't really know how to read, so <laughs> you would just look at the pictures backwards. No, in my defense, I've read, I almost said ridden, I've read a few books. Yeah, you have. And I basically stopped there. I wanted to get into, <laughs> I wanted to get... <laughs> I've read two books and I've basically tapped out. You I'm know, done. I read those books and I was like, I get it. Yeah, you read words. Imagine like you're on your deathbed and you're thinking about all the things in your life that you're like, you know what? I did all these things and that was really great. Uh And like a lot of vacations pop up and memories and then that whole idea of just like, and I read two books. Good job. And I tried to read, I tried to read books that would like, because I always had, not always, but all of, all of our friends, I think would read books. They all liked books. We're friends with a lot of book ner- with a, bo- a lot of bookworms. Hello, yeah, I like books. Lindsay does love books, and now Lindsay can read. I need um, some recommendations, so listeners, I need some good book recommendations. Okay, now I feel like if there has been any call to action, any CTA yeah. that we've done, that's probably going to open up the floodgates. We've tried to do a bunch. We did a we we did one a while ago where we had people call our haunted hotline and tell us their worst Halloween costumes. That one got a lot of activity. Yeah, I need a book rack. We need some book racks. It could be spooky. It could be, it could be a novel. It could be a memoir. Those are my jams. So recently you've... Okay, what are some books you've read in recent history? Now we're... This is... We've stopped... You know what? We've stopped making spooky spouses right now. Mm-hmm. And now we're making... Lindsay's book club. Lindsay's book club. Spooky Spouse's book club. Should there be like music behind? Yeah, I'll find some music to put behind it. Hey, hi, welcome to Spooky Spouse's book club where it's a very short show and we ask you, our buddies, for book recommendations specifically for Lindsay because I'm over books. (laughs) You've read two and you're done. I've read two. I've read Cat's Cradle because I thought that would show them and then they'll think I'm a real book reader. Yeah. And I read it and I, I was probably insufferable probably for two weeks but like, yeah, you ever read uh, you know Vonnegut? You ever read Cat's Cradle? <laughs> I try to be really smart. Okay, yeah. but that didn't work. But this show isn't about me. It's about you. Okay. So, Linz, what books have you read recently that maybe people could give you book recs? Well, the recent two books, even though I was behind times on it, I read The Kite Runner, very good book, and I just, I read Mexican Gothic, which was different for me because it's a fictional story. Wait, fiction? Nonfiction. Fiction, fiction is, fiction's the fate now, Yes. <laughs> as a non-book reader, <laughs> fiction's, the, fiction's the stories, non-fiction's the real life. Yeah, I'm not usually a fiction reader, but I read it, and it was pretty good. You also read another fiction that you liked before that one about the outer space princess. Um, the Daughter of the Moon Goddess. Mm-hmm. I liked it too. It was fanciful. It was cute. It was interesting. You read Seth Rogen's book? I did. I read your book. It was very good. I've I've read a lot of memoirs um, and a lot of novels. Are you looking for memoirs? I'm looking for whatever. If it's a good book, I want to hear about it. And here's the thing. If you want to call our haunted hotline, which we are now temporarily going to rename 
the book club hotline. Yeah. You can call it. The phone number is 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. Now that's B-O-O-S, which usually, that would be a scary thing, but we ran out of letters for a K. It would have been uh, (laughs) 803-816-BOOKS, but we had to leave off the K. So that's why, that's why we did that one. Well, I don't... Oh, are we done with the show? We need to sign off the show. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Hey, keep turning <laughs> keep turning pages, everybody. Hey, is that a good... Do you want to come up with a better sign-off? Uh, don't flip your page out. It got worse. Mm-hmm. Anyways, well, do you want to start talking about some spooky stuff? Do you want to start it? Do you want me to start it? Again, like I believe our last episode, you asked me if I wanted to start it and you had already had your phone ready to go. I'm just making sure I actually have something because I didn't even check. I thought I did, but... I have a question for you really quick. Yeah. Do you care that I read Cat's Cradle? Mm, Yeah, sure. I've read a few books. I know. Yeah, Cat's Cradle. That's why I married you. I was like, you know what? I bet he's read a few books. And they were all in 2010. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I read three books that year. That year. Yeah, Cat's Cradle just happened to be one of them. I don't know if you ever heard about it. I don't know if you ever heard of that title. It's kind of like what us bookies like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, I'm just going to start talking about uh, scary stuff. Okay, we're back in Spooky Spouses. Unless you want to start. No, I would hate to start, actually. I thought about starting and it made me feel sick. Okay. Well, this isn't really that spooky, but I did find an article that I took a picture of. I don't remember when, probably a long time ago. Nice. And it's just a screenshot. and It just says, 100-year-old woman says secret to long and happy life is avoiding strange men. Oh, yeah. I bet you that could... I I bet you each interaction... (laughs) Because you hear about a lot of interactions with strange men. Yeah. And I'm. it's just like, they got to make you so tired. Yeah, it just says Olive Westerman, a hundred from South Kirby, West Yorkshire, said the secret to living ten decades on Earth is not speaking to strange men. I really like that a lot. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, all right. I've had interaction. I've had some interactions with some very strange men. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I've just had some interactions with strange people in general. Yeah. Well, great. That is that. That's. I think that'll do it for us today. And I think that's it. That's, so uh, let's just wrap it up. And- Eleven minutes in. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I think that's great. Okay. Um. Well, I have a few little stories. Okay. That I can go over. Um. I'll let you pick one to start okay. with. You kind of did the thing when we're at a restaurant, and I believe that the wait staff they wait until you're you've just taken a huge bite of food or a big drink of water, and they're like, "How is everything?" And you can't tell them to wait because they're busy. So you have to go. Oh, so really good. When your mouth is full of food. Yeah, well, I, I didn't just, ask you to drink water. I was just, t- yeah, but I was doing it before you asked. I was doing a big drink, a big boy drink. Okay, so anyways. You let me pick? Yeah. All right. Um. So one has to do with a ghost train. Okay. One has to do with getting strange things in a package. Okay, cool. And the other one has to do with someone's reincarnation. Okay, the first, because I'm optimistic that we that we can get through two of these. Yeah. I want to pick the first one, strange things in a package. Okay. So... Is that a good choice? 
I mean, yeah, sure. Nice, dude. Nice. <laughs> so apparently on TikTok, there was a user at Michigan Smiles 84. Okay. <laughs> and it shows her opening a package that she got from the company Shein. Oh. Shine, whatever you want to say. I don't know what it is. I've heard people say Shein. Yeah. Whatever. Basically, it's, you know, overseas processed clothes for really cheap. And mm-hmm. a lot of people buy it. I think you should reconsider because it's gotten a lot of bad press. But that's just me and my opinion. But wait, in your defense, though, Lindsay, you are in fashion school right now and you know the inside scoop about fast fashion. Yeah. Basically, the story is that they are getting in trouble right now because they have underpaid labor and they're making people work like 14 to 18 hours a day, like and not having a day off. There we go. So think about, you know, hey, I want to save money and buy a bunch of cute little dresses, even though you'll probably get them and they'll probably be too small and they probably won't fit right because I've ordered from them before and their stuff is not good. Anyways, she (laughs) ordered from them and she received her package. She was opening up her package and she was doing a video opening her package probably to put as a review or something like that man there's got that's a captivating sounding video look at the look at the shirt <laughs> i ordered do that though they like I it's know. like a reveal thing but you would think it would be something like really spectacular and not like hey all right everyone unboxing here's my one dollar t-shirt well she opened her box and she was supposed to get this adorable little dress she opened the box and six pieces of folded papers fell out oh no So she basically was like, okay, and she picked up the little pieces of paper. The piece of paper, like, looked kind of like a note that you would get in, like, a fortune cookie. Like, long little pieces. little strips? Yeah, like little strips of paper. So they fell out, and she picked one up, and they all read... You are going to die in this suit. Oh, Okay. So, of course, creeped out. She was like posting in the video, please explain. I have video evidence of this. This is really weird. Some people obviously said that that was faked. She did it herself. But other people also stepped up on TikTok and said that they have ordered from there before and also received messages that fell out of their packages. One with the words, help me, written on it. Oh, no. And then the other one saying, I have a dental pain. Okay. Okay. So whether this is true or not, it's still really creepy. Some people also think that the message, you are going to die in this suit, was maybe a translation error because they are processed overseas that... They were thinking maybe it was supposed to be like, you're going to like slay in this suit or like you're going to look, you're going to knock him dead or something. They thought they thought it was something like you're going to like slay Yas Queen. You're going (laughs) to you're going to yassify. You're going to yassify your whole squad. Yeah. Queen. So it could have been that, but I don't know how there's a translation error of something that just says, help me, or I have dental pain. (laughs) Now, what do you think, if we're going to subscribe right now Uh to the translation error, what cool turn of phrase could I have dental pain be? Oh, you're you're flossing. Oh, yeah. You're you're flossing hard. You're flossing. Maybe. Because, yeah, flossing's the dance, but I've also heard in my circle of... 36-year-old friends, 
that uh, f- when when you're flossing means you're looking good. I have dental pain because yeah. I'm flossing too hard. I'm flossing too hard. My gums are bleeding because I'm yassifying queen up in here. I'm yassifying <laughs> my whole squad. My dental, uh, yeah. Yeah? Did you forget every word? <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to say. I was trying to just make something up and it wasn't working. Yeah. Do you want to try again? Make something up? Maybe this time um, it'll work? No. Okay. You can say <laughs> you can steal mine and say that you're gonna yassify your whole squad. You're yeah. gonna you're gonna yassify you're gonna yeah I'm gonna yassify my squad of girl bosses. I'm gonna floss my teeth out. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, it you wasn't could, that very good. You don't um, think so? No, but I think it was really strange. So I don't know if it's a hoax. I don't know if it's true. But that is a little weird. That actually that actually is very weird. And I mean, of course. Maybe it's because I'm empathetic mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, well, this is obviously a cry for help in the factory where these are coming from and they're being overworked. Or it's a prank, a really mean prank. Yeah, or it's a silly prank because if it is a silly prank and it's just people, you know, having a silly, it's a bunch of people in, in, a, in a silly, goofy mood and maybe they're trying to yassify their squads. Right. Um, I'm sorry. That's, I think that's, I think that's just it's just fun to say. It's really okay. fun to say. I once got a fortune in a fortune cookie when I was in high school that says, you will be invited to a karaoke party. That's a really good fortune. It was really nice. And I taped it on the front of my blue binder because <laughs> no one believed me when I told them, I'm like, I have it taped on my binder. Yeah. You will be invited to a karaoke party. Were you ever? Uh-huh. Well, because someone saw it and they're like, hey, karaoke party. But it was oh. cool because it literally did. It did prompt one of my buddies as an after party because they were in the theater department. I was invited. And they said, we'll also do karaoke at my at my party. At my Maybe after party. we should do fortune. That could be like a business venture where we do fortune cookies that have prompts on them. And it says like, you will get a raise and then you'll show it to your boss. And you're like, that's weird. And your boss would be like, who are you? <laughs> you don't even work here. Are you, are you just coming in here trying to yassify my whole squad? <laughs> Go yassify your team, queen. Slay. Um, Okay, so do you want to learn about a ghost train or reincarnation? Um, I would love to know about reincarnation, queen. Yes, queen. Please tell me that. Tell me that is one. It gonna, is this going to be the whole no, show now? No, I'm done now because it, the last time I said it, I felt like it was barely funny to me. So I'm going to stop <laughs> saying it. <laughs> okay. If you all heard that sound that I will have turned up. In the uh, episode, Molly's downstairs. She got up from laying down and smiling and walked downstairs and just stood at the bottom of the stairs and just let out one weird half bark at us. Okay, so we've covered a little bit before about people saying that they're reincarnated from somebody of a past life. True, yes. And what's weird is it's a lot of times it's children. Yeah, it's like always kids. Which it's like, okay... Are they just, do they have really creative minds? Is this really a thing? Like, why is it always children? Well, another one happened recently. Billy Campbell, the son of an Australian TV presenter, David Campbell, believes he is the reincarnation of the late Princess Diana. Whoa. Uh, The young boy was born 18 years after the princess's death in 1997, and he claims to remember memories of her life oh princess diana 
died in eight, in 97. Yes. Okay. It feels like so long ago. It was a long time ago. I remember that night. It was like the whole world was like oh devastated. My, that was 97? Yeah. 2007, 2017. It's 23 now. That's 26 years. Yeah. And that's a little bit of math for you. Yeah. Wow. I just yassified my brain. Oh my gosh. Okay. So despite Billy not knowing or being taught anything about the royals, he's made comments before about the princess and they're pretty bizarre. He refers to William and Harry as his boys. Okay. Yeah. Which is like, okay. And I do understand that the royals have been kind of in the news and out and about a little bit more so I can kind of see that maybe he's like, I don't know, picked that up and stuff. Yeah. But he also has said really strange things. I mean, he will just say like his sons. He will talk about his sons all the time. Also, in an article that he saw, he saw a picture of Princess Di with her two boys and said, oh, it's me and my sons. Look, it was me when I was a princess. Okay. So he knows what she looks like and yeah. like doesn't casually bring this up just normally. It's only like when it's presented and then it's brought up nonchalantly. Like it's like, oh yeah, that was me in a past life. That's really strange. It gets weirder though because he was able to accurately describe the Bamoral Castle, which I'm not sure exactly it was the late queen's favorite residence. Oh, okay. Um, it's a fancy house. And I'm not sure I'm saying that castle name right. I just, that's what it looks like. But he goes on about describing the castle. And he also says that the castle as having unicorns in it and on it. And I guess the unicorn is the national animal of Scotland where this castle is. And there are unicorns on the walls. Okay. that's That seems like a detail that you'd kind of like have to maybe know a lot about the castle. Yeah. I mean, and it's like not... I mean, I don't even know what that castle is. So it's not something that's like always brought up. No. And you said you said this kid was born 18 years after her death. Yes. So yeah. that would have been 2015. Yeah. So this kid's tops, what, eight years old? Yeah. Not very old. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, I don't know if we're going to if we're going to say that this kid, Billy. Yes. If we're going to say Billy is just really good at Googling. I don't know many eight-year-olds that are Googling... <laughs> the royal family. The royal family. And then even more specifically, the like national animal or whatever of Scotland, which is the unicorn, I guess. And then I would have thought it was Nessie. Or like, you know, are there unicorns in this castle that Princess Diana lived in a long time ago? Or that was her favorite... She didn't even live there. It was her favorite residence. She just liked to visit there. Another thing that they said was they showed him a picture when he started making these claims that he was Princess Diana. And he said, oh, that was me as a princess. Then one day the sirens came and I wasn't a princess anymore. Oh, no. So like he even knows that she died tragically somehow. Yeah. Which is like really weird for a young child to be like, oh, and the sirens came and then I was dead, obviously. Yeah, because I don't think all deaths necessarily involve sirens. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Um, there's also another young boy 
Ryan Hammond from Oklahoma has stated that he has vivid memories of being an esteemed Hollywood movie star in a past life. The young boy first made the claim back in 2015 when he was 11 years old, stating that he was a reincarnation of a man who had passed away 40 years before he was born. He said that he lived in Hollywood during the 1940s and even explained in detail how he had died, exclaiming or claiming he remembered his heart exploding. Whoa. His wild claims noticeably shocked parents and soon made national press in the U.S. And he was appeared on daytime TV multiple times. In his claims, the young boy stated that he was once Marty Martin, a former movie extra and a powerful Hollywood agent. Marty Martin. Marty Martin, the acclaimed star, once lived a life of luxury in New York City with a host of famous friends and married four times before his death in 1964 from a brain hemorrhage. So he claims that he was a past life, this Hollywood person. And I think that one's even weirder because it's like, I don't know who that person is. Like, how would this boy know who that is yeah exactly like that's such a specific person that i feel like you know back in the 40s or whatever or in the 60s you know i i already forget the number yeah i think Um, he was popular in the 40s and died in 64 something like that okay well then that makes sense because if it was 40 years past that's 2004 which in 2015 was 11 years old okay great even more math more math. I'm just, I'm just, I'm You're ma- scaring me with all this math. I'm good at math. I can't read, but I am good with a number or two. Yeah, I think that one's a little more strange because like the princess die one. I mean, the royal family is more in the public eye more True. than ever. But still, that's a little odd for a young boy to know everything about Princess Diana. I think especially now because... When people report on the royal family, especially within the last eight years, you're not here. I mean, at least not in the U.S. I don't know what TV is like in Australia, where Billy's from. Right. But I don't, I mean, I don't see a lot of reports on Princess Diana anymore. No, and, I mean, unless she's being brought up more just because of her kids being in the press more. I don't know. I don't know either. But the the Marty Martin one to me is like, whoa, dude, what a... What a pull from nowhere. Yeah, because like I always think about being younger and like play pretend if I was going to make something up. I don't know. I didn't know that many famous people. So it'd be like, I don't know. I was Keanu Reeves. Exactly. I don't even know (laughs) if I knew really who Keanu Reeves was when I was that young, except for Bill and Ted. Yeah. I don't know who I would have said. Uh, Right. Um. Prob- uh, what's her name? Uh, Roger the mag- Rabbit. Roger Rabbit. <laughs> or who's the magic school bus? Miss Frizzle. Miss Frizzle. Even though Miss Frizzle, I think we were like barely old. We were barely old for Miss Frizzle. Frizzle was, we were in elementary school. Because there were the books first. And then there was the cartoon or were they, or were they, or were there no books? I think there was just the cartoon. I remember the one. I was fascinated. I love the Frizz. Oh, seriously. Frizz it up. Frizz, I'm gonna... Frizz was kind of a babe. Well, and Frizz would yassify her whole squad. Yeah, Frizz, she would. <laughs> Frizz was slay, slay queen yass, yass girl she boss. She would put those kids in danger quite a bit. I was so captivated when they did the one where they shrunk and didn't they go into someone's body like they were like looking around their stomach and stuff. I don't know what it is. 
real life organ and doctor things, man, oh man, makes me want to throw up. It frizzled your brain. It may yeah, frizzles my guts. But then I but then that one where they were in the stomach and stuff was so cool. Yeah. Those are very weird stories, Lindsay Murray. Yeah, and the ghost train one, basically recently, uh short long story short. A train started by itself and started moving and barreling in Germany towards like another country and nobody could stop it and it was on fire and nobody was in it and nobody was controlling it. So they don't know why it was going by itself. And then finally they had to like adjust the railroad track so then it would shoot into an area that it would hit a bumper and stop so that they can put the fire out. But it was just a flaming basically a flaming ghost train that was just barreling through places. Well, what do you know? And that was recently. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but they don't know how the train started. They don't know why it started going because I would imagine without a conductor on a train, trains aren't easy to move. No, I think the whole thing about trains is that they're really heavy. Yeah. You know? So the fact that this thing just started up and started going and caught fire. Well, yeah, usually trains just inherently are not on fire. Yeah. Unless something happens. Imagine seeing a train just shoot by and it just flames. I'd hope just... I have my guitar with me and start <laughs> shredding, start practicing my metal riffs. This is where I shoot my metal video. Can we fall? Yeah. But yeah, I don't know what I was going to say. You basically <laughs> said it. Are Life for this. <laughs> <laughs> your band jumps out of your what your van. Yeah. Well, all bands drive in a van. Yes. Yeah. And they just drive around waiting for these opportunities. A train zooming past on fire, manned by nobody, full of ghosts, probably. Yeah. Wow. One can only hope. Those are my stories. Nice stories, Lens. Oh, thanks. I've been clapping more. Yeah. Well, you clap a lot. You like to clap. Mm -hmm. I clapped today while <laughs> I was I walked into a class. And I started clapping for two of my students who were there. I said, good for you. I just clapped oh. at them. I don't know if they liked it. Do they not normally show up or? No, they do all the time. I just clapped at them. Oh, okay. I went, nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if they liked it. All right. Well, all right. do you think we should do some tidying up in haunted housekeeping? I sure do. Okay. Yes, do I do. Do you have topics? No. Okay. No, I have nothing. <laughs> All right. No, there's actually some crossover between some Ooh. things that you brought in. Ooh. How serendipitous. Aww. That's okay. a cool word. Yeah. My favorite character in Labyrinth, serendipitous. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we'll see each and every one of you in the Haunted Housekeeping Zone in three, two, Slay Queen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Haunted Housekeeping Zone. That was a joke I made up. It's me, Jordan. Here's Lindsay's impersonation of a troll as well. Hi. Wasn't that good? Hey, if you like our show, you've been listening for a little bit or a lot of bit, why not rate and review the show on the podcasting app you're using right now or tell your buddies about Spooky Spouses? We'd love to hear from you, from your dog, from your friend, from your friend's friend. I mean, whoever wants to do it can do it. Yeah, if you maybe play our show while you're out of the house to soothe your pets while, we're, while you're gone, two questions. One, maybe pick something else. Maybe some, you you know, light classical music, but two, maybe ask your pets what they think about it and have them rate and review our show on their favorite podcasting app. 
Another way you can get involved with us is if you have a spooky story, a strange and unusual occurrence, if you need some advice because, I don't know, your leg keeps talking to you or something, I can't think of many things right now, you can call our haunted hotline at 803-816-2667 and ask us your question and we'll play it on one of our episodes. Yeah, we can maybe try to help find a solution or maybe we'll just empathize with how that problem is not very fun. Yeah, and then who knows? Maybe we'll even tell a story about how it kind of relates to our lives tangentially and then forget about what we were talking about. Either way, let us know your stories. The phone number again is 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. B-O-O-S. You can also text us too. Also, do you need some spooky drip that you need to wear that's super cool and super comfortable? and super mo- like handmade in LA. Now, if you're also any of our parents, drip is clothes. <laughs> then head on over to discountcemetery.com. Our friends over in LA make hand-printed silkscreen shirts that are spooky adjacent and they're very cool. Also, they're super comfortable. They're comfortable, they're cozy, they're cute, and they're fashion and frightful forward. They have clothing over there from cult horror films, horror classics, new fun, silly little spooky stuff. They even have like little duffel bags and stuff. It's just cute and nice. I still really love the cropped Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead t-shirt. I like one that I have that says, I remember the Roswell incident. I forget what it exactly says, but it's a it's an army green t-shirt and I like it a lot. And it has an <laughs> alien on it. Again, the website is discountcemetery.com. You can find them on the World Wide Web. You can also find them on social media. They're wonderful people and they make good stuff. Check them out. If you're new to the show and you don't know, Lindsay also has her own personal website for her small business, Kelp Rabbit. Lindsay makes handmade jewelry and goodies that are super cute, nice, wearable, and funky and fresh. I don't know if Lindsay likes the last one that I added, but I think it's I think it's good. I like to keep it funky and fresh. Lindsay's sort of whole demeanor is funky and also fresh. Yeah, so if you want to support a small artist, head on over to kelprabbit.com and check out some drippy goods. Great. Yep, they're really they're not they're not actually dripping, but they're they're dry. Handmade in Ohio. We are also long-standing members of the Scavengers Network family of podcasting people. If you like our show and you want to get to know some of the other shows on the network, you can check out the scavengersnetwork.com or check out the Scavengers Network on basically every social media platform. You can find us. You can check out our Patreon. You can check out other shows. There's even merchandise. Just check it out. And now here's an ad for a podcast that we like. Do you love true crime, but are looking for something different? Do you like learning about cases so off the wall they can't possibly be true? Do you love history, but want to hear about what they didn't teach you in school? Do you like laughing awkwardly about cases that are bizarre and a little strange? Then we have the podcast for you. Join me, Lindsay. And me, Madison, for Yield Crime where we discuss the funny, strange, and obscure crimes of yesteryear. Listen every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll see you next time with another tale as old as crime.
Welcome back, everybody. I hope you all just really yassified that whole haunted housekeeping break, and you just really fleeked your whole squad. Wow, you're really just throwing the terminology out today, huh? I am. Certified bruh moment. Um, Fleek your whole squad, everybody. Okay. And if you can't, bruh the sitch. Yeah. If you want to. Only if you want. Only if you want. We're not forcing yassifying on anybody, but we are forcing some slay queen uh, on basically everyone here. You can slay queen when you want to slay queen. (laughs) We're not telling you what to do. If you don't want to slay, that's okay. That's my motto. Don't want to slay? Not today. Not today. (laughs) Uh, What is it? Chardonnay slay queen all day? Chardonnay? No. Yassify. All right, I'm done saying that word. Is Yassify your like new favorite word that you just came up with? No, I think I saw it maybe a few weeks ago, if oh, not a, a few real thing? months ago. Yassify. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, I'll give it, you know what, really quick? We're taking a little turn uh, and I'm going to read you the definition of Yassify. Okay. Because, you know, people say Yass Queen. That yeah. one's old. That's old news. Do they say Yass Princess or like Yass Prince? No, but I do like I do like the, I do like people saying yes, Prince. I think that's really nice. Well, my phone took too long to load, and I'm not gonna say the definition of yesify. You know, maybe because there's no definition. Are you gonna look it up while I'm doing this? No. Oh, okay. Are you just checking your email? Um, <laughs> I actually was. I had to see if I had school assignments. <laughs> I gotta make sure my homework's done before we yesify anything else. But I think yesify is more of a feeling. Oh, okay. You kind of just know if you're yassifying okay. when you feel it. All right. All right. Well, I have a little bit of breaking booze that happened on January 13th. So we're uh, we're not that far away from it. Okay. But I will say that when this was happening, this was very much so breaking booze. Okay. And I haven't brought in breaking booze in a while. No. So we're doing it. Okay? Okay. All right. Great. Yes, queen. Yeah, slay. Now, speaking of Twitter profiles that slay all day. Sorry. I'm so sorry, everyone. If you're under the age of 30, I I apologize for today's show. At least my behavior. For just today's show? Yeah, because I don't remember saying yassify in any other episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past us to have used that before. Okay. Well, whatever. This... Breaking booze comes to us. I keep forgetting. I'm wearing a little gold necklace as a joke. Um, This comes to us from Twitter, Mm -hmm. from the Dallas Zoo Twitter feed. Okay. The, you know, certified accredited at Dallas Zoo. And they tweeted at 1120 a.m. I'm thinking that, you know, the zoo's been open for a few hours. The zoo is closed today due to a serious situation. Uh Uh-oh. That's all they tweeted. Now you, you would can't just put that. Nothing else. There's a big thread now. Oh, okay. But you would think, in order to not cause alarm, or in order to like, hey, zoo's closed today. Thanks. Unex maintenance. Just make something. Yeah, make something up. Zoo's closed today. Water break. Water. Water go. Water go everywhere. Yeah. Zoo's closed today. Water everywhere. Zoo's closed today. We ran out of those little like monkey things with the Velcro arms that you wrap around your neck. (laughs) Zoo's closed today. Diarrhea city. (laughs) They're going to say that. Ran out of dipping Dots. Zoo's closed today. 
lemonade emergency. Speaking of lemonade, remember when we went to the Columbus Zoo years ago? Yeah. And it was really hot. And I was like, man, I just really want a lemonade. <laughs> and then we went to a lemonade stand, which we had to find, which yeah. was like the only lemonade stand it in, the in the whole zoo. It was in the center of the zoo. And we were like looking all <laughs> on the outskirts of the zoo. So we get to the lemonade stand and... I got a lemonade, but I couldn't set it down because they're, it was so hot. The plastic cups had melted, like lopsided. So like really, I paid for a full lemonade and only got like half a lemonade. And you couldn't set down the cup because the cup was just like melted. And it wasn't that cold. And the cup had melted in a way where it was like dangling over, like it looked like Salvador Dali painted a cup, but it also shrunk. So yeah, you probably got like half a lemonade and it wasn't even cold and a weird, weird bendy cup. And I paid like $15 for it. But anyways. I don't think we've had lemonade since then. I don't know. Yeah, it might have ruined. You know what I love though? I do love a good lemonade. I like a lemonade with like chunky rock sugar in it. And I want it to be yeah. like really just blatantly sugared. Yeah. But I mean, also sour. It's got to be sour. Yeah. It's got to be a good mix. You know what? I like those lemon ices, those little Italian ices, the lemon yeah, those ones. Yeah, good. And like the little cardboard squeezy things. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Citrus. But like on a hot day, a lemonade. Yeah. yeah. That wow. That's the spot. If anyone's listening to this and you're drinking a lemonade, you are legally obligated to... Show everyone around you your lemonade. I will say store-bought lemonades, unless I just haven't had the right one, are not as good as fresh squeezed lemonades. Yep, I agree. Now, this doesn't mean people, oh, have you had this? Have you had Simply Lemon? All the lemonades you think of. I mean, if you have a lemonade recommendation, then. But all I'm saying is that we've we've had lemonades. So if you're like, oh, have you ever had uh, Minute Maid lemonade? Yes, we have. Yeah, it's not that good. It's not a good ratio. It mm-hmm. tastes artificial. Yep. It's that fresh squeeze. <laughs> it's that fresh Please. squeeze. We want, if you have a lemonade recommendation, just like a book recommendation, mm-hmm. we want that secret lemonade wreck. Yeah. The top secret. Like, I don't know if this is even legal to have in the States. I did have a, like, you know, there's pink lemonade, but like I actually had a lemonade from pink lemons one time and it was like it's already naturally kind of sweet yeah so it was sweet and sour and then you didn't have to add that much sugar and it was so good i had a lemonade one time but it was from a goat and it was thick and white (laughs) and it was goat's milk raw oh okay out of the udder it was chunky it was chunky and sour and it felt like it was full of little rock like rocks anyways All right. The zoo. I want to know about the zoo emergency. The zoo tweeted, the zoo is closed today due to a serious situation. That's it. Okay. That was at 11.20 a.m. It doesn't tell me the times of the other one, but man, oh man, a lot of people saw this. 14 million people saw that tweet. Because people love the zoo. And people love serious. And also, I think more so than people love the zoo, people love hot goss. Yeah, people they do. love being in the know and knowing what's going on. People love juicy goss. They do. So I think I don't think I'm going to say this. I don't think out of the 14 million people, I bet you the overwhelming majority just wanted the hot goss and didn't care about the zoo. How about yeah. that? People well, love hot goss. That's you know that's the world. The next tweet. 
We have an ongoing situation at the zoo right now with a code blue. Uh-oh. That is a non-dangerous animal that is out of its habitat. One of our clouded leopards was not in its habitat when the team arrived this morning and is unaccounted for at this time. Oh, no. A leopard was loose at the zoo. Imagine, imagine the feeling in your gut or your butt, okay? Yeah. When you are the keeper of said animal, and it's one of the ones that could kill a human, and you open the door. I know it says non-lethal, but it's a leopard. Yeah, like, but aren't, what kind of leopard, though? A clouded leopard. Is it a small one? They're smallish, but I mean, they have claws. I mean, yeah, like a house cat can mess you up. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But imagine opening the door. Okay, okay, mittens, here's your... <laughs> and then that feeling in your butt and your gut. Yeah. When the animal's not there and that overwhelming you, sense of fear. You think this would happen often, though. You know, you're right. Because they are animals and, like, even though you have them hopefully secured, mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like the non-lethal, quote-unquote, ones probably aren't their habitats aren't checked as much as say like the gorillas because mm-hmm. if one of those big boys get out that could be terrifying they i think they could quite literally punch you apart and also like this is kind of more of a cat and cats can well, be pretty sneaky i think some would say it's not kind of a cat <laughs> i mean i think it's fully i think it's fully a cat I, I don't I know do what like, it. I don't know what it wants to be. I do like going up to the enclosure and the zookeepers are like <laughs> the the zookeepers there, and you're asking like, "This is like kind of like a cat thing, right? <laughs> this is kind of like one of those. It's like kind of cat like." <laughs> or the person that takes care of that animal yeah. knows a lot about it, and they're like, "It's yeah, kind of a cat, I think. It's basically a cat, I think." <laughs> but yeah, you would think this would happen more than like than not. Yeah, exactly. Especially like little rodents. Like think about like little... Uh, like in the mouse exhibit? Yeah. <laughs> in the mouse house. <laughs> like you think they would just get out all the time. I remember going to the zoo when I was a very young kid. And I would quite literally, uh, I would equate that because I used to go a lot because I love animals. Yeah. And I would equate that to... Not a borderline, like surpassing like a euphoric religious experience. I remember when they first opened the rainforest exhibit at Cleveland. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was I I was like, I don't think I said a word. Because it rained t- in there. It, it rained thunderstormed. In there, and there's the bottom part where I forget what it is. There's a crocodile there. They might call it the mouse house. I really don't know. <laughs> But there's Not like the crocodile exhibit, they'll eat those. But in, in the part where it rains, like that little dark forest area, there's a little yeah. moat and there were always like little animals swimming in there. You well, there's see. animals in the middle, yeah, birds and stuff. And then there's crocodiles. I loved, I love zoos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The rainforest at the Cleveland Zoo is really cool. Columbus Zoo. That zoo's pretty beefy. That's a pretty good zoo. That's, you know, that's a chonky zoo that can yassify its whole squad. Yeah. Yeah, that zoo's big. <laughs> they probably have four mouse houses. They do have that prairie dog house there. They do. Where the prairie dogs just pop up and go, <laughs> and then they pop back down. <laughs> it is pretty that, cute. That exhibit, honestly, it's like someone made that as a joke or like to be Mimi or something. 
Yeah. And then you get there and you're like, oh, this is the best exhibit at the whole zoo because the prairie dogs pop their heads out of the ground and just scream and, and pop yell back down. at each other. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot of great things at the zoo. The zoo is a you magical know, place. The one time we went to the Columbus Zoo, we went with a group of friends and it was getting close to closing time. Oh, yeah. And I think that was the best time ever to go to the zoo, probably because animals start getting more awake because mm -hmm. it's more closer to night and evening and they probably get fed mm -hmm. and all the animals were super active when we went and also remember there was that lady tiger making all those noises yeah. and we found out it was because she was in labor giving birth to her baby that's right and we heard it was wild it was so loud we also went with eli was there with us yeah and then a, a, another friend of ours sam who we were working with i think we were all we all thought sam was telepathic because there were multiple enclosures we'd walk to and i remember sam would be like oh just come here buddy really quiet and the animals would walk towards the front yeah What's going on with that? She's probably the, <laughs> the owner of the mouse house. You think Sam yeah, is owner, secret, mouse, the owner of the mouse house? Secret mouse house spouse. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Well, here's so, the third tweet. Okay. Dallas Police Department is on site assisting with the search efforts. The zoo is closed today as our teams work to find and recover the animal. Given the nature of these animals, we believe the animal is still on grounds and hiding. We will share updates and more information as soon as we can. And then they they have one tweet after that. Our focus right now is on locating the animal. <laughs> That's very intense. And then someone said, who among us hasn't misplaced a leopard? Which I think is a really good. Is a That's really, true. Is really good. As a Yeah. Um, <laughs> wait, hold on one second. Okay. We are thrilled to report we located clouded leopard Nova on grounds at the zoo this afternoon at approximately 4.40 p.m. She was located very near the original habitat. Why didn't you check there in the first place? <laughs> yeah. And teams were able to safely secure her just before 5.15. Okay. So this, the initial tweet was at 11.20. So this went on for a little over five hours of people going, where is the clouded leopard? Right. And you know that cat was hiding. Mm-hmm. But that is true, though. If an animal gets out, you don't think that they're going to stray that far because they get fed there. Exactly. I mean, unless it is like a gorilla that's like, I'm just going to, I don't know, even a gorilla would probably, because they're, they're too smart. They would be like, no, we're not leaving because this is where my family is and this is where food is. Do you think the clouded leopard put a lampshade over its head and stood right next to the door? <laughs> Maybe like a Scooby-Doo uh, yeah. episode. Yeah. And was like, you're not going to find me. Is that it? No, that's a lamp. Obviously. With a leopard body. I just like to think that it was like sleeping in a different spot in its enclosure and it didn't know and it was scared and everybody was just running around and freaking out. You're probably right. This animal is an adult clouded leopard and weighs 25 pounds. Its habitat is a dense forest. It's designed for life in the treetops. Something, something, something. If, oh, this was, this was um, before they caught Nova, the clouded leopard. Okay. It is bigger than a house cat and smaller than most bobcats. So it is a cute little animal. Okay. So it's cute. Yeah. If you think you see this animal, do not approach the animal. We ask that you take a photo and DM us. To set some minds at ease, if she has ever made her way off ground, this animal isn't greater, isn't a greater risk for pets than animals native to North Texas that roam our neighborhoods. 
but if you feel more comfortable bringing pets inside, please do. And then they found it great. And they found the beautiful little animal. I wonder how many weird DMs they got of just like random pictures of like a 7-Eleven big gulp. And they're like, found it. See, I would think people were DMing the zoo if they knew their DMs were open and they were going to check it. Nasty pictures, because that seems to be the thing that happens mm, on the Internet. That's a no, no. An unsolicited clouded leopard pick. You yeah. know what, though? Speaking of that story and thinking that animals get out all the time, I'm pretty sure the Columbus Zoo, the red panda gets out quite a bit. Oh, and I bet you that makes everyone's day. I bet you people love that. Well, yeah, but you still don't want an animal out and about. But I think it gets out all the time because they climb up in the trees. Mm hmm. And I think they're just hard to keep in a habitat. They're disruptors. They are disruptors. I they're love. They're cute, though. Every time I see a red panda, I think, how is that real? Yeah, they are pretty cute. It's such, it is, it is an animal that I feel like if you told me animal scientists watched like a Studio Ghibli movie or cartoon, you know, Totoro and stuff like that. I believe yeah. that's Studio Ghibli. And then science, I don't know a lot about anime, so I don't know why I'm making this reference. <laughs> and then scientists were like, oh, we need to recreate that animal. Yeah. I'd believe you. Yeah. Wow. They're adorable. Very cute animals. Well, I brought that one in. That mm -hmm. one, that one took a lot longer than I thought, but you know what? <laughs> you know what? Of course it did. Well, we had to talk about our zoo memories. You're right. We did. I'm sure people have so many zoo memories. Oh, if you have any scary zoo memories, or oh no, call and let us know. Maybe that should be next time's topic. Scary, scary, scary zoos. Scary zoo. I, I would love that one. I would love. Uh, yeah, bring it. Well, Lindsay, here's what we're gonna do. Yeah, Are you ready for this? I'm ready. We're gonna take two voicemails. Okay. One of them is just something short and sweet, and it's from friend of the show Eli Chambers. Aww. Hey, Lindsay and Jordan and Molly. Uh, it's your listener, Eli, who does music. Okay, over the last... I I go for runs a lot when it's nice out uh, or when it's not nice out, and I just need to be outside and, and do a run. Um, and over the last, let's say, six or seven runs, I've noticed that every time I go for a run, a gnat will fly into my right eyeball and get stuck in my right eyelids. It's never the left, and it never doesn't happen. It always happens. So I'm wondering, A, number one, A of all, do you know of any curses or spells that someone could have put on me where they said, every time this guy goes for a run, he's going to get a, a bug in his, in his right eyeball? Or, conversely, uh, B of all, number two of all, uh, do you know of any sort of wards or spells I could I could uh, prepare for myself to keep this from happening in the future. Thank you, and you're great, and yeah. So let so let me know how. Just tell what um tell 
Okay, well, Eli, while that voicemail was playing, Lindsay grabbed a very small book uh, that she bought a few years ago that's probably over 100 pages of just spells. Yeah, I figured maybe I would take a look in here and see if there's anything I could help you with. There's a bouncing ball spell to have an exciting day. Um, Nice, I like that one. That sounds good. (laughs) A hard spell for instant karma. Well, we don't want that. No, we sure don't. Um, A silent spell to quiet noisy colleagues or neighbors or loud animals. Okay, a gnat could be a loud animal. Let's see. Uh, A genie wish for a major ambition or project. Nothing about gnats. Nothing at all? No, but we could just say, ooh, protection against creatures in the wild, especially endangered species. You know what? I don't think we have any way of knowing if gnats are endangered, so let's just assume they are. I mean, it's protection against animals, creatures in the wild. That's great. Okay. Here we go, Eli. And this Um, is for anyone else who has trouble with animals. You will need... A green space. Okay, grass. Seeds for wild birds. Okay, sunflowers. A bottle of water. Easy. A bowl of nuts and berries. Easy. Eli eats weird, crunchy food all the time. (laughs) The timing, afternoon. Okay, set the seeds, water, nuts, and berries on the ground. Okay, have you done that, Eli? Make a clockwise circle of seeds around them saying, may the circle of protection extend from earth and sea to sky. I ask that the birds, the butterflies, and all creatures of the air be safe within this circle of love. Okay, I thought this was going to rhyme, and I was waiting for the rhyme. (laughs) I was like, this is a long rhyme. Yeah, I've never read this before, so I was kind of like, okay, where's the rhyme, though? (laughs) Then you make a counterclockwise circle of nuts and berries outside of the first one and say... May the circle of protection extend from earth and sea to sky. I ask that all that live on or below the earth be safe within this circle of love. So it seems like you're kind of like making amends with this creature. Oh, so obviously, Eli, you've done something that's PO'd bugs. Uh, Make a third clockwise circle outside the second one, scattering water as you walk by and repeat the same saying. Then, lastly, you stand in the center of all the circles, touch your heart with both hands, and say, (laughs) I send you love, you creature of the sky, the earth, the sea, that you remain safe within these circles of protection. Waiting for that one to rhyme, too. <laughs> no rhymes. No, none. Hopefully that spell will help. I got it out of a book called A Spell a Day. By, oh, and the author is Every Witch and Warlock on Earth. <laughs> the author is Cassandra Essen. Okay, nice. So maybe that'll help. You got a lot of circles to do and a lot of seeds to yeah. buy. Hope you know what that shape looks like. Yeah. You dumb dumb. Well, maybe that'll help. Well, that was, I think, probably literally the best advice we've ever given because you read it out of a book. (laughs) And it was to Eli. Wow. I know. You're welcome. Okay. So this next voicemail is from our friend, our new friend, our podcasting buddy, Christina of Spooky Tales, which is a very fun podcast that we like a lot. So thank you very much. You might have heard an ad we've run for them before, maybe a few episodes ago. Hello. 
Um, now, Christina called and left two messages. Unfortunately, the first one, it just says transcription not available and it's mostly static, which I think is haunted in and of itself. Yeah, that is pretty scary. So then Christina called back and apparently it was Google also cut Christina off. It just there, there was a lot of haunted stuff that happened to Christina's original voicemail. Weird. But here is her second voicemail. Okay, my last voicemail was too long, so I didn't get to finish. But anyway, in short, I heard this disembodied laugh at the Burlington store. And after we heard that laugh, that was like our third time in the store. And my mom then informed me that she used to hear, not used to hear, but would feel like a weird vibe, like a negative energy at that store. So I haven't been back there, but uh, but yeah, that was my that was my story. Uh, I just had to finish it because the other voice smell cut off. But uh, thank you, and uh, I love the show. I will keep listening. Can I wait to hear this on the episode? Bye. Well, again, I think it's very weird and creepy that something or someone cut off your voicemail, and also that you heard a disembodied laugh, I guess, a few times in a Burlington store. Yeah, that's a weird area. Would you rather hear, Lindsay, a disembodied laugh or a disembodied voice? I don't know. Probably. I mean, I think a laugh is scarier, but I think a voice is also scary, too. I don't know. I really wouldn't want to hear either of them. I think I would rather hear the voice. Yeah, because I think a laugh, it's like, are you laughing at me? Is there? I don't know. I I think because even if you were to hear a disembodied voice, well, I think disembodied words, I'd want to hear the most because you can at least place that. Even if you just heard the words like, I don't know, my leg or something. Right. You're like, okay, well, obviously this person has an issue with one of their legs. But if you heard like a groan or a laugh. I don't like that because you don't know what that means. Now, is this a Burlington Coat Factory store? That's my only assumption because (laughs) Christina says Burlington store, and I hope it's a Burlington Coat Factory. (laughs) Because I didn't even know if those were around still. I think there's still one in Menor, Ohio. Yeah. I believe so. They're like in random places. They are. And I went in there once alone by my, you know, well, alone equals by yourself. I went in there once alone and... I was in there for like an hour and a half looking at all sorts of coats. They have a bunch of stuff. Well, like it kind of reminds me of like going to a TJ Maxx or a Marshalls or something because they have like a bunch of stuff from different brands. Uh-huh. They have a lot of good home goods. They do. So maybe the ghost was just overwhelmed because he was like, I thought this was just going to be coats. And turns out I've been in here for three hours. <laughs> Whooping it up. Look at the savings. <laughs> off Tommy Hilfiger pants? I think they're kind of fun. They're super fun. I bought a very heavy winter jacket there one time that I thought was very cool from a reputable snowboarding company called Foursquare. Yeah. Back in very early college. Oh, nice. I like those stores. I would say it would take a lot, maybe hearing disembodied laughs a few times like Christina did or Christina's mom feeling a weird energy in there. To maybe keep me out of the store, I might need about two or three disembodied laughs. And I'd be like, fine, I don't need to save money today. <laughs> I know. I wish her first part of the email did not cut off because I would like to hear more about this. Like, I know we got a little taste of it, but. Yeah, it was all sta- It was you heard a few words and then it was the thing where, you know, you're talking on the phone. You sound like a robot. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. a lot of that. It was really it didn't do it. Do you think Christina was calling for from in the store and it was like ghost interference? I 
hope so. Or it was interference because she was just talking about it. Yeah, I bet you it's that one. Hmm. Yeah. Did you also get your cell phone somewhere near the Burlington co-factory? If that's the case, this ghost maybe went through walls, haunted your iPhone, whatever number of 5,000. Yeah. I don't know what they are now. I don't know, Christina. But I, I'm sorry your first message didn't come through, but thank you for sharing the disembodied laugh stories about the Burlington Co-Factory. It's weird because Christina and their mom heard mm -hmm. or they feel weird in the store. Yep. Which is unusual. Mm -hmm. I feel like to get a parent on board with stuff like that, too, is always like I if my mom ever came to me and was like, I felt like I heard ghost laugh at me mm -hmm. i would be like she's tired because she would never say something <laughs> like that patty why don't you take a little nap so, parents parents are hard to convince that there are other things out there yeah i agree so i think already christina cool mom congratulations oh, sure. congratulations <laughs> for your ghost mom well Lindsay, that's the end of our show. And thank you to Christina and Eli for calling our haunted hotline. Again, you can call or text whenever you want. If you have something to say, if you have something to ask, do it. The phone yeah. number is 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I got a whole spell book that I have not taken advantage of. So if you need problem solved, we get to start using that. We sure can. I mean, that one wasn't really geared towards Eli's problem, but I felt like kind of. I felt like out of the few you flipped through, that was really geared towards his problem. Yeah, hopefully it helps. I hope so too. And I also want to thank every single person listening to our show right now, regardless if it's the day it came out, if it's a week in the future, if it's 15 years in the future, that is if the world even exists, who knows? Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, leave us a rating. Give us a review on whatever podcasting app you're, you're listening to us on right now. It would be so great. And share our show with your pals. It would be the best. Yeah. And if you have something spooky you need to talk about or tell us about, please call our hotline because we love hearing from you. We sure do. It's very, very nice. We like playing around with y'all. <laughs> We're just playing. We'd also like to thank our listener, our only listener, Eli Rexford Chambers. He wrote the music that you hear at the beginning, the middle, and the end. You can find Eli on social media platforms at Eli Who Does Music. You sure can. And the cool thing about Eli, Eli recently had um, a big piece he wrote for orchestra read and rehearsed by the Toledo Symphony. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's super cool. I watched the video today when I was walking to my office and Eli, I teared up a little bit. So that's just, now that's called being proud of your friend. Now get that gnat out of your eye. Now get that gnat out of your eye, you stinky <laughs> idiot. <laughs> We'd also like to thank everybody over at the Scavengers Network. The Scavengers Network, you can find us, some great other podcasts. You can, there's a Patreon, there's bonus content, there's merchandise. Go check it out. And Lindsay designed our merchandise. You can go to the Scavengers Network store and get a fun little Spooky Spouses mug, a little Spooky Spouses t-shirt, whatever you want. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, I don't care. Check it out. Well, until next episode, I hope everyone continues to crush it. And I hope you assemble your squad and you yassify them fleek style. Wow. We're back to that, huh? Mm -hmm. Well, I hope you have a really good week, whether you fleek <laughs> or you sass or you sassify or you slay. Now, I do think Lindsay does sassify. 
Okay. I think you sassify. You also yassify. All right. Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks, everyone. See you later. Bye. Bye. had to turn you down well i came in hot at first yeah now this is kind of my more my normal talking voice it's not this is your voice you sound check with and then when we record you talk louder so that's why we i always check it a lot okay you quieter now i'm being quiet (laughs) (laughs) say your say your say the food you want right now kind of loud so we can get a good level um loud though because you're already not loud funfetti cake funfetti i thought you didn't like funfetti are you kidding you've never had funfetti we've never we've probably had funfetti maybe five maybe five times yeah that's a lot of times well we don't have cake often and i love funfetti all right any other foods you want to uh reveal to the world and me that you like um but loud though I don't know. No. Try one. A food? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I can't think of a food that I like love. Really? Olives. Yeah. Funfetti cake. You love funfetti <laughs> cake? I do love funfetti cake. You love it. You didn't chocolate, look at me. Chocolate croissant. Okay. There I we, love yeah. chocolate croissants. Yeah. That was, you know, that was loud. That was good. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. The Scavengers Network. Creator driven. Community focused. Treasured content. PodCube. Our PodCube devices are able to record audio from any time or place, in space or time or place. And this is what they're picking up. I hate flowers. flowers. I feel like a poop seller. I feel like I'm selling poop. There's a whole baby Mark Zuckerberg in here. Is it real? I don't think so, but it's wet and it doesn't smell good. Did you smell the mouth? No, I didn't smell. Hi, welcome to Circuit City. Can I help you find anything now, today? Now, politely, just shut up. I'm going to take this iPod, dip it in some sauce. Ooh, hard to eat. Bet you'd be harder to eat without all the sauce on it. Search PodCube in your podcast app or go to poweredbypodcube.com. PodCube, the future is yesterday. I'm going to have to start putting the lock on the refrigerator door because I can't make this peanut butter pie as fast as them children can eat it.